0: Welcome to Your Life and Money, where we believe that financial planning is not just about numbers, it's about your life. I'm Brad Smith, joined always by Tim Barodi, and each episode we'll be sharing stories from real people who have used life-centered planning to achieve their goals and dreams. At Advice First, we believe that the key to financial success is aligning your money with your values and your priorities. And we're here to help you do just that. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on the journey to a life-centered plan.
1: Well, Brad, it is the end of the year already. I can't believe it's the end of 2023 as we're um, releasing this episode. Um, so I guess first off, happy preemptive new year.
0: <laughs> happy new year to you as well.
1: And uh, yeah, it's been, it's been quite the year for a lot of people. And we've been hearing a lot of interesting stories of, of kind of some of the experiences people have gone through this year. And, um, and looking forward out into next year as well as, as we start doing some planning there. Um, and I know as you and I have been talking with, with clients recently, um, again, it's that whole idea of New Year's resolutions at this time of year, right? And, and um, kind of people looking out ahead. Um, And I know you've had some interesting conversations about that. So I'd love if you could take a a minute or two and kind of share kind of where some of those conversations have been going and, uh, and kind of, again, how it's a little bit different than maybe people typically think about it.
0: Yeah, we, um, as you know, we've been doing this for many years. And when I work with clients, I really try to get a good sense of uh, what their goals and objectives are. And when you, Tend to work with a financial professional like us, that's one of the questions that they'll ask you is, well, what are what are your goals and what we have found over the years is that that actually often puts people in kind of stops them in their tracks and they don't really know how to answer it. Um, you know, like, well, what do you mean by a goal are you looking for numbers around that and, and times and dates and and. And it becomes almost like a deer in the headlights like, so they don't know what to do and so i have found that people actually find it actually very difficult to set goals um and if you look okay. at kind of
1: or it can feel forced right like when you put them on the spot like that it's like oh i have to come up with something right (laughs) it may not be what i really want but i feel like i gotta say something
0: (laughs) right i don't know how and i don't know what is kind of the challenge that they have and we know that people humanity struggles with this because all you have to do is look at new year's resolutions and people don't like by the third week of January, people have most people have broken the New Year's resolution of what they were trying to accomplish that year, and so that's why goal setting is so very difficult. So what we try to do in our conversations, which is part of the return on life um, um, exercises that we we go through, and some of the tools that we use is we will actually say, well, let's consider what are some of the possibilities of the future. What are some things that are coming down the road? That's where uh, lifelines come in that we kind of try to map out and visualize the possibilities in the future. And you can also relate that to the return on life index that we use where we look at areas that we want to try to improve on in our lives so that we get the best life we can with the time and money we've got left. So... So it's really trying to unpack this whole idea of well, what what is a goal? What is a and, and what we will say is what is a possibility? What are the things that I would like to accomplish if we're going to relate it back to the New Year's resolution years? What are the, some of the possibilities for twenty twenty four?
1: Yeah, and and again, when when people I think think of kind of the financial planning, they're they're usually thinking longer term because you're thinking retirement or something like that, but. Um, again, using like the ROL index, the the lifelines, you can you you have a whole range of time frames. And like you said, you can look at things. Oh well, what is coming up this year? And that's what we're doing a lot of, as we've been meeting with with people recently. Is looking out at okay, what's coming up in 2024? What do we need to prepare for? What do we need to set up? Um, what do we need to be aware of? Um, that again is possible that could be happening or potentially could be happening and then again tailoring the the financial plan um, to that and and then I I love that you brought up the ROL index um, because for me personally like that's kind of where I went back to review mine just recently because it's been about been about probably about 3 years since I think I did my my ROL index and one of the low points when I did it a couple of years ago was my own self assessment of my health and maintaining my health is probably the the better um descriptor of that um so as I'm kind of looking ahead um outside of some kind of financial targets and objectives that that I've got in my mind um kind of the one of the bigger things is actually again continuing to work on um improving that health score on my RL index so that if i do if i maybe redo that tool at the end of 2024 i'm hoping to actually see some some progress maybe you can help hold me accountable for that i to put you on the spot here <laughs> um but we offer that for for our clients that go through that as well right like when we're kind of doing that index and saying what are the things we want to improve on um, and how can we help kind of along that or hold you accountable and that sort of thing. Um, So, so again, it's, it doesn't always have to be like people think when they work with us, it's always just financial stuff, financial, like this, financial, that, but it's, it can be so much more if you choose to engage in some of these tools and activities.
0: Yeah. Like if you take the retirement one as an, as a great example, when, working with people over the years, you know, the the typical question is when do you want to retire, right? And there's there's two there's tends to be two camps there. One is I want to retire as soon as possible. And then the other one is I don't ever want to retire. So you got the the two ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in between and can't answer that question. Right. <laughs> I, I, sometime I want to be able to retire, but I don't know when, because I, you know, maybe I like my work or you know, maybe my health changes. And that's why we want to start talking more about those possibilities. When do you kind of visualize or you know have a vision for when you want to kind of scale back and And look at those and work less or phase out or all those types of retirement. So now we're kind of unpacking those possibilities around retirement and you have a much better conversation as opposed to saying, what's your goal for retirement? Well, I don't know. And I'm not going to say because. Well, I don't want to fail. So if I say I want to retire in three years, and I don't do it, and I I feel like a failure, so forget it, I'm not going to set the goal. Right. And, and, and so that's why we want to really change the conversation, so that, you know, there's these possibilities for the future. So going back to your, I want I want to improve my health in 2024. Well, I don't want you to set a particular date or 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 weight or or whatever that measurement might be for better health i just want to what are the possibilities and what are the things that you can do to improve your health in 2024 while it could be i need to walk more i need to you know whatever it might be um, those are much easier steps to kind of take a look at and, and 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 look at the possibilities around improving your health or whatever part of your life it might be
1: Right, and again, I I I really like the comment about it's. You don't want to feel like you're failing at something, and because I mean, I mean, we've seen it. If if you look at it from that through that lens, I mean, what? If half of half of our clients have failed at retirement, probably because they've got either gone back to work or they've gone and done something else. So. Is that failing, or is that just, hey, we're figuring this out, and it's it's kind of that moving target, right?
0: Yeah yeah, we we actually tease clients and say failing at retirement's actually a good thing. Um,
1: right.
0: <laughs> right It's not a financial thing. It's more of a lifestyle thing. So I uh, you know I, we've had clients that have failed retirement two or three times because they've gone back to work or taken on more uh, contract basis or whatever it might be. It just keeps it keeps kind of uh morphing revolving evolving until they get to a point where okay now i'm i consider myself let's say fully retired as opposed to semi or partially or whatever right and be. again
1: that that possibility of retirement looks different to everybody too, right? So what is that? Oh, okay, I'm I'm retired, quote unquote, now. Well, what does that really even mean for most right. people? Like it's different for everybody, right?
0: Right. And it's really changed today. We're getting into a little bit different topic, but it's really changed today than what it used to be. Retirement used to be an actual goal. Like when the day I turn 65, I'm going to stop working. I'm going to start collecting my pensions and I'm going to go do something else, which most people fail at. as well. Today's definition of retirement is very, very different. So you don't want to, when it comes around to making goals or resolutions around that, you don't want to make it hard and fast. When do you want to retire? But you want to go, what does the retirement look like for you? What What are the possibilities around that? Because the conversation around goals, and in particular retirement, is very different today than what it was even 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, So again, maybe to get us a little bit back on topic here, um, which again, I mean, it's never a bad thing to explore some of these conversations. Um, But again, now as we look ahead into 2024, um, there's obviously still a lot of uncertainty out there and there's a lot of unknowns. and, um, And again, we've seen that over the last number of years, we've kind of seen a lot of uncertainty. So is there anything... Uh, and I, I realize I'm completely putting you on the spot here. But is there anything, um, as you've been having meetings with people and conversations with people, that people are maybe, I don't want to use the word fearful, but are maybe anxious about as we look into 2024, um, or, or maybe that's kind of top of mind, that's come up on a, on a more more regular basis than other topics, I guess?
0: Yeah, the things that people tend to be mostly cur- concerned about, um, I'm going to preface by saying they have no control over. So they are concerned Which about... Which is
1: usually the normal, right? <laughs> right. And, and that's
0: what we want to kind of remind people about is, look, when you're looking at what you want to to make decisions on, you have to steward what you have well, the best that you can within the controls that you have. So when people come to me and they say, look, uh, man, we got still got a lot of geopolitical unrest. How's that going to impact me and my financial plan and those types of things? Uh, Inflation is still a big issue and interest rates are still high. How does that impact me? Um, Tends to be, Um, Volatility around US elections, which we have in 2024, again, these types of things we don't have any kind of control over. So one of the things that we want to make sure is that we are stewarding well what is entrusted to us, as we like to say to our clients, making good decisions around that as we go into into the new year, you know, kind of consider the things that are coming down uh in in the future coming down the road for us specifically so that's back to kind of our financial lifelines and how do we make proper good financial decisions within within those realms because outside of that, we don't really have much control. So we wanna make sure that we have flexibility. We wanna make sure that we have margin. These are these are words we use all the time with our clients as we go into the next year to make sure that we're not stuck in any particular thing because something outside of our control has happened.
1: Right, and, and again, I'm gonna reiterate a little bit of what we talked about in our last episode is it's giving people that clarity and confidence that again regardless of what may be going on in the world or or what's going on that is again completely out of your control that again there's that plan in place and we're we're following the plan we're implementing the plan and we're reviewing the plan on a regular basis and monitoring it i think i think that's probably something maybe we haven't talked about enough to this point is is the monitoring and and implementing um because as you just alluded to when we create that flexibility and and that that nimbleness within the framework of the financial plan um again you can you can make those changes as needed again based on making a good decision because we know that hey even if we have to make a tweak here or there uh, things are still on track,
0: and we can we can adjust as needed as we go yeah, one of the mistakes that people make is they think that a a financial plan is kind of a one and done sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a financial plan? Oh, yes, I have a financial plan. But what I also have to remind clients when I'm presenting a financial plan to them that the plan that we're reviewing right now is actually out of date already, yeah, because there are the so many
2: generate it, right yeah right. because
0: <laughs> there are so many factors that are impacting it on a daily basis. So, one of the things that I learned growing up on the farm from my dad was you you plan to work and you work the plan, mm-hmm. right? So we we put the plan, we put the work into the plan, but as you said, we continue to monitor it, but so we always have to kind of work the plan so that that financial plan doesn't become a static one and done situation it is actually a, a, what I like to say a, a living document that we're actually always adjusting, making, making um, a adjustments to or reviewing and and monitoring all the time to make sure that right now, based on what we know and the information that we have, we can make wise decisions with what has been entrusted to us to get the best life we can. And for those that we we love as well and charities that we love to support too.
1: Yeah. And I think, Um, I think we've really seen that, especially over the last couple of years is, is for, again, our clients, they have financial plans, and it's that importance of monitoring and updating. um, Because again, we have, there's been a lot of uncertainty, like I I mentioned earlier, over the last couple of years. Um, But I think we've been able to do a really good job at creating that confidence in, in clients' minds that, you know what, even if we find ourselves in a certain situation or things are happening in the world, um, that again, we're, we're monitoring it, we're looking at it, we're reviewing it. And again, we know that even given some of these circumstances um, that again, that we're still on track, we're still okay. And, um, and I, I think that's going to be a big part as we look into 2024. And again, with kind of all these issues that you, that you mentioned is continuing to ensure that we, we monitor and we implement. And uh, and again, for any of our listeners that don't have a financial plan or think maybe you have a financial plan, um, make sure you're reviewing it and monitoring it. And, and, um, and that, again, it's being followed and implemented as per, again, that original, again, you have your original plan. But again, like you said, it's not a one and done um, event.
0: Right. I'll make a prediction for 2024. Oh, it's, all right, and and, and it's this not a left
1: field. I like that, it. <laughs>
0: and, and it's not a big stretch. Uh, most people will get by the third week of January. They'll get their year-end statement, and they'll look at the year-end statement. They'll look at the end value, and they'll maybe compare that to I don't know, maybe the year-end statement from last year, or maybe the month before. And they'll go, oh, okay, maybe uh, maybe I'm on track here. I don't know. And that's where they think that they're doing their planning right. and whether they're actually measuring whether they're on track. They're just trying to compare bottom lines of their investment statements from a previous month or a previous year. Right. That is not measuring whether you're on track and whether you're progressing in your, pl- in your financial plan or your life plan for that matter. And so don't use that as your measurement you need an actual plan a life plan a financial plan and of course an investment plan to support that um but that is not measuring your progress there are much better ways to measure your progress than and, just yeah, than that, comparing statements that comes back to that that's your return on investment
1: versus your return on life right i think true. that that's exactly what most people are very much focused on what is that return on investment and again that is only a i'd argue small piece of again the broader return what are you actually how are you improving your life
0: right they're associating their return on life via or because of their return on investment so they think they got a good return on investment or not and therefore that's going to improve their life Again, it's one of those factors outside of their control and you need to use the life plan and the financial plan to really get you the return on life you're seeking.
2: Thanks for tuning in to Your Life and Money. We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring. If you have any questions or feedback, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at advice-first.ca. Remember, financial planning is about more than just money. It's about living the life you want to take some time to reflect on your goals and priorities and let us help you create a plan that aligns with your vision for the future. We'll be back with more stories, insights and strategies to help you get the most out of your money and your life. Until then, take care and keep planning for the life you deserve. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.